0: to the Soul Circle podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff. I'm an avid writer, the founder of the Love Notes Postcard Project and Fairy Note Project. I am also a teacher and community cultivator. I am so grateful that you are here. This podcast is really a place for us to gather and share everything that kind of happens in life that's a part of our journey. We are all in this together, which is the most amazing part. You are never, ever alone. And what really makes this podcast unique is that it's not only just a podcast. We start all of our conversations here, but there is also a community space connected to it. It's the Soul Circle community. It's located off of social media platforms, and it's just really a place for you to arrive exactly as you are and to be seen for who you are. It's where we continue the conversations that we start here, where we connect with one another and just share and be. I really encourage you to pop on by and join us in the community space if you haven't done so already. It's a beautiful place. We are also working through our very first book club where we are doing the artist way. So whether you have done it before or you're brand new to the book, come on by and jump in. There's really great creative exercises to get you going, to kind of unlock all that stuck feeling that we have sometimes where we feel like, oh, I'm not an artist, or I can't do that, or I'm not good enough, you know, and it will really just help to shake things loose, and you have a community of people doing it along with you, so you are not alone, and that is really, truly one of my biggest things is just being here and letting you know that we are in this together, You don't have to take the journey alone. We can do so, so much more when we come together. It's one of the main reasons why I started the podcast, why I started the community space, and also the online Zoom classes. It's because we need each other, right? We absolutely need each other. So thank you for joining me here for this week's episode. I encourage you to just kind of settle in, grab a cup of tea, take me on your walk. Just know that here we are together. And I'm really excited about this week's episode because it's a topic that we can all relate to. It's something that every single one of us feels at some point in our life and sadly, multiple times throughout our life. And it's the, the idea of worthiness and feeling like I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this. I'm not worthy. How many times have you felt this? How many times have you struggled and just felt like, "Ugh, I'm not good enough? I know personally, I have said this to myself so many times, more times than I would probably care to admit, right? We all go through this feeling, all of us. And sometimes we feel this way because of stories that were passed down to us. Or maybe it's our own beliefs that we just kind of conjured up and put into our head, making us think like, no, that's, you know, that's meant for someone else. That's not meant for me. I'm not good enough to do what that person is. And we project out, right? We put on these unrealistic expectations of ourselves and we tell ourselves these stories and gosh, half the time, probably more than half of the time, none of them are true none of them are true. Just take a moment. Think about all the stories you tell yourself. All the times you said, I can't do that. I'm not worthy of doing that. I'm not worthy of receiving this. Even a compliment, right? Think about how often we push back a simple compliment that somebody gives us because we think we're not deserving of it. And really, we just, we, we brush it off. We maybe put a compliment back on the other person. We get really awkward. Like, I know sometimes if someone's complimenting me, I get so awkward. I just, I don't know what to say. I can't just take it in. And let's just take a second and think about that, because what a disservice we're doing, not only to ourselves, but to the person who's giving us the compliment. They see us in this light, right? They have this thought, this feeling, this idea about us. It's their truth. It's how they really see who you are. And they're just telling you exactly that. And who are you to brush it off and say, no, no, no. I don't deserve that. No, no, no. I, uh, I'm, I'm not that good. Um, I, I really don't do it that much, right? Like we just, we downplay it. No, I, I'm I'm not really such a good listener. I mean, you might think that, but no, or like whatever it is, right? That's what we do. Way too often, we're telling ourselves these untrue stories, and we're not accepting the love that's coming our way. I remember going to my very first art retreat. Oh, I was so excited for it. Like leading up to it, there was just this nervous excitement because I didn't know what to expect. I was walking into this brand new world, but everything I was reading about it, the classes I was going to be taking, some of the teachers I was going to get to experience, like, ah, there was so much joy inside me, and I, I couldn't wait to be there. I was counting down the days, you know, until it was coming. And then I arrived, and again, there's that nervous, exciting energy where you're meeting new people, you're seeing the lay of the land, looking at where I was going to be staying. At this retreat, we were all staying in cabins, so I had a roommate who I met, and then I started meeting all my cabin mates, and an intimidation started to come in, big time, and I was thinking, what am I doing here? I don't deserve to be here. One of my cabin's mates was an artist. like She was creating these beautiful pieces of work, painting these amazing things. Another one was a singer she had her guitar, you know, she was playing. What did I have? What did I have to bring to the table? I wasn't even sure who I was. I was really at that point in my life where I was trying to kind of figure it out, you know, have you been there where you're just, I mean, I'm sort of still there, right? I think we are always there where we're trying to figure out who we are and kind of how we fit in the world. And as the retreat went on and I was going to classes and meeting other people. I just felt like an imposter, like I just didn't belong there. There were all these amazing people, and who was I to be with them? Who was I to be taking these classes? And it really took me time during that four-day retreat to sink in and realize that, like, I did deserve to be there. Why didn't I? There was no prerequisite that said you needed to be A famous artist to be here. No, everything that advertised for this retreat was just come as you are, take the classes, be surrounded by love and support. Why couldn't I just sink into that? Why was I working myself up and making myself feel like, nope, I shouldn't be here. But we do that. We all do that, right? Like we work it up in our head and we compare ourselves to everyone else. Every little piece that I was working on or creating, I was comparing to the person next to me. And I was thinking, oh, they're so much better at this. But that's not why I was there. I wasn't there to become famous. I was there to just explore. I was there to unearth who I was. I was there to dig into the roots of kind of what sparks my joy. And it, it took a lot for me to drop all these other stories I was telling myself to let go of these thoughts and ideas that I didn't belong, that I wasn't worthy. And once I was finally able to do that and really just let go, which is so hard to do sometimes, that just letting go of my own expectations, of my own gremlins, of my own things, right? Going on in my head. When I was finally able to do that, I was able to sink in To the real reason I was there, to that exploratory piece where I knew like I was kind of going there to grow my wings, to figure out who I was. I wasn't gonna leave there flying and soaring, but I was gonna grow and I was gonna become. And the only way to do that was being there. And I was a hundred percent worthy of being there. I was meant to be there, I was called to be there. And if I had allowed that fear to just shut me down and say, nope, you don't deserve to be here, and I, like, didn't take anything in, right? I just kind of kept up that wall, the experience would have been so much different. The course of my life would have changed because it really was going there and finally being being able to, like, let go. But I started to find who I was. And that retreat started to kind of change the course of my life. But if I allow that unworthiness to take hold of me, that never ever would have happened. And how many times have we done that to ourselves? Have we talked ourselves down or talked ourselves out of something or never even tried because we're feeling that we don't deserve it? Oh, I know. Right. You're just thinking like, yeah, definitely. I've done that. Because we all have. We all have done it. We all have been there. But here's the thing. There are no prerequisites to your worthiness. Just like there was no prerequisites for me to be on this art retreat. I didn't have to be this famous, world-renowned artist. No, I had to just be me. There's no rule book out there that's saying, if you do this and then you do this, then you'll be worthy of what you're dreaming of. No, (laughs) no, it does not exist. It is not out there at all. We are all deserving of love. We're all deserving of that feeling of belonging. We're all deserving of joy, right? All of us. And you don't have to be a certain way, look a certain way, or do a certain thing to be deserving of those things. Nope, nope, nope. You just need to be you. You just need to be you. When I first started dating Dustin, oh, can I tell you, like when he first walked into the room, I saw him. We were kind of set up on a blind date, which is pretty fun. And he had come to where I was working at the time at the restaurant to meet me before, like we were going on our date, which was nice because, you know, if we went on a date and we're like, ah, this really isn't it. You're kind of stuck there. (laughs) So it was nice to meet him before doing that. And when he walked through the door, I didn't really, like, I sort of knew what he looked like, but not a hundred percent sure. I seen pictures, but when he walked through the door, I was like, ah, if this is him, this is going to be so good. It was just like this instant feeling And it was like, we just, we fell into a beautiful rhythm with each other. We had a lot of like similarities in like our foundation of like really being passionate about family. We knew that was important to us and following our dreams and going after things like we really, we just, I don't know. It was, it was wonderful. You know, we just really had a lot in common. Also, like a lot of differences too, which kind of opened ourselves up, each other up to different things. And uh, I was falling for him madly, deeply, you know, but there was this thing inside me that kept saying, if he really knew who I was, like he wouldn't love me the way he does. If he really knew who I was, he wouldn't want to be with me. And I kept going back to something in my past that I had done that I was ashamed of. This shame story that I was just carrying around with me all the time. And I felt like if he ever found this out, like our worlds would just crumble because he'd be like, nope, you're not the girl for me. And over and over, it just kept playing in my head. And when I was with him, I just kept feeling like a fraud, like, oh, he doesn't really know me. Like, yeah, he says he loves me because he knows me, but no, he, he doesn't know me. And I remember we were driving, um, coming home from Hoboken one time. And I was like, I just, I need to tell you this. Like, I had to just get it off my chest. And I told him exactly what happened. I told him my shame story. And he totally didn't care. It was like, that. that's something that happened. Yeah, it's not a great thing that you did. But it doesn't define you. And it doesn't make me love you any less. You know, like you didn't, you didn't even have to tell me this, like no matter what, I would have still loved you. And it's, oh, what a gift, right? For somebody to, to take your shame story, the one that you're just like feeling the worst, worst, worst about and not see it the way that you did to not judge you for it, but to just be like, yeah, I mean, we all make bad decisions, right? We do, but it doesn't define you. And that was amazing. That was a huge gift to me for me to see that these things that we do, you know, because we're human, right? We're all going to make mistakes or we're all going to hurt people. We're all not going to do the right thing all the time. We're not perfect, but it's not those things that we do. Those aren't the things that define us. What defines us is how we react to it, what we do next. Do we keep doing it? And You know, do we keep showing up and hurting that person? Or do we realize what we're doing is not right and then we go and apologize? You know, that's what's defining us. Not the shame story that we've built up in our head. And of course, we build it up even worse than it was because we're just like we're stuck in the story. We're stuck in the guilt. We're stuck in the, and just feeling like you're a terrible person, right? Like that's how I was feeling. But no, we need to recognize that we're going to mess up. We're going to make these mistakes, but we can move on from them. We can move past from them if we do the next right thing, if we show up and apologize, if we recognize that that's not the decision we always should be making. One of my favorite um, people who talk about worthiness is Brene Brown, and she has this amazing quote where she says, owning our story and loving ourselves through the process is the bravest thing we'll ever do. Owning our story and loving ourselves through the process is the bravest thing we'll ever do. We have to be able to tell our truth, right? About who we are, where we come from, what we're up against. And then we have to like ourselves through that process of telling our truth of knowing that our truth isn't going to be rainbows and butterflies and perfect, amazing moments all the time. No! Sometimes it's going to be dark. Sometimes it's going to be painful. Sometimes it's going to be not what you want it to be. But no one's life is perfect. Right? How many times have you looked at other people and you thought like, oh, they have it all together. They know what they're doing. You know, like they're... They're deserving of everything that's coming to them. But you don't, you don't see the truth behind that story, behind that picture that you're looking at, right? There's so much more behind that. We're not here to be perfect. We're not here to think that we have to be perfect to be deserving of things. We can mess up. We can fall down. We can hurt others. And we can still be deserving of worthiness, still be deserving of love belonging, joy, all of it. We can. We absolutely can. And here's the thing, right? Like sometimes we look at the world and we think it has to be the certain way. Or sometimes we're told a story, right? Like maybe we're told a story growing up that, I mean, the classic one, right? You're going to first fall in love, you're going to get married, and then you're going to have kids. But maybe that's not the story for you. Maybe your story looks so different from that story, you know? And because your story looks different, you're thinking, oh, I, 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 don't, des- I don't deserve the happiness. I don't deserve all the things I want. Uh-uh, not true. I'm here to tell you. Your story can look so different than any story you are told. As long as you're living the story that's true to you, right? Like dig into that. Dig into what's true to you and claim your worthiness. Oh, claim it because you are so deserving of it. It's not about who do you want me to be when you're with other people? Uh Uh-uh, like end that right now. You don't have to shift and morph and become who you think they're expecting you to be. No, it's about this is who I am and showing up in that skin and being comfortable in it, which I know, I know, I know (laughs) it's not the easiest thing to do, right? Like it's not easy to show up as you are and really kind of be comfortable showing that to other people. And I know because I have this whole creative side to me where I do this podcast, where I teach writing in our classes online where I have this community space and my postcard projects, you know? And a lot of, for the longest time, I didn't share that with the people that I work with in the corporate world. I kind of kept those two things separate because it felt like they had to be separate. It felt like I couldn't have this creative artsy spirit and also be working in the creative, the corporate world. You know, it felt like almost like I was living two two separate lives. And I had my people over here where it was corporate and it was, you know, you're following the rules, you're doing what you're supposed to do. And then it was the people in my creative side. But over the past few years, like I've really started to show up and share my creative things with the people in this corporate world. And it has been amazing and such a gift to be able to do that. Because now, like you're really letting people into seeing who I am, not just who I am at the office, but who I am as a person. And now they're seeing different skill sets that I have, different ways that I approach things because of maybe something I'm doing outside. And there's there's no reason for them to be separate. Like I am who I am, you know? I'm not here to fit into this box of who you think I am. I'm here to show up how I am and show you what gifts I have to offer you. And gosh, doesn't even that feel a little like (gasps) strange to say? You're like, ooh, who am I to say that? But I have these gifts to offer you. But yes, you do. We all do. And the world world needs to see you for exactly who you are. All those little quirks you have, all those kind of little things you do that you're like, oh, I don't know if people should see that. Yes, that is 100% what people need to see. But what holds us back? Shame, right? this fear of being vulnerable of like you actually seeing who I am and what I do. And would you judge me for it? You know, because I have like these different creative postcard projects that I do. Are you going to judge me for doing that? And of course, you know, there's probably people out there who will, but then those aren't your people. You know, let them think how they want. That's no, no slack off your back but fear, right? Like we all have the fear. Fear definitely holds us back. And we all have those gremlins in our head. Oh, and they play on repeat. How do we stop them? (laughs) Right. And they're just telling us like, God, don't do that. Not for you. Nope. You, you can't do that. How do we stop those gremlins and recognize that you exactly who you are is, is what, what we need, you know? And a way to do that is to really stop and look at what is holding you back? What is the fear that's getting in the way? That fear of like, oh, if you really knew me, you wouldn't want to be dating me. If you really knew me, you would just leave me on the side of the road right now. You know, we need to recognize what those fears are. Because a lot of times they're, they're not real fears. I mean, they're, they're real fears, but like, if we are able to get, we are able to get past them. You know, it's not like a debilitating thing. It's something that's only really in our head. And if we could get past our head, oh, we can move past it all. And it starts with you. Like you're the one who needs to kind of see what's going on. Take that step back. Look at really what's holding you back. Like for me at the art retreat, I really had to step back and realize no one else here is, is judging me. I'm the one judging me. I'm the one thinking I don't deserve to be here. No one else is saying that. It's just me. So I need to stop saying that. And I'm sure like we all do it, right? We all have these things that we're saying to ourselves. No one else is, is doing it. We're doing it to ourselves. Think about the ways that you do that now where you might not show up because of the fear. But is it really your own fear? Or is it other people saying it to you? Like, what's, what's happening? And just examine that and recognize it. Half the battle is just recognizing what's going on, right? And then finding ways that we can move past through it. Finding ways that we can navigate and figure out like, oh, I can stop telling myself this story. And now I can take that next step forward. Because you need to be the one who feels worthy first. And no one's going to do that for you except yourself. You're the one who needs to believe it, to see it, to know it. And you can do it. Oh, you can absolutely do it. You can. And I know you're thinking, well, how do I stop beating myself up? How do I forgive myself? How do I recognize that I can take that next step forward? And one way that I do it, and I encourage you to just give this a try, and it might sound, you know, a little awkward, a little eh, funny, but it's through affirmations and really writing them down and saying them to yourself, saying them out loud, reading them every day. And just, I feel like the process of you coming up with an affirmation. And then writing it down and reading it out loud every day. It's like you start to cement it on your heart. And in the beginning, you don't believe it, right? You read it with like, yeah, I'm deserving. I'm deserving of love, abundance, joy. And like, you kind of like say it, not believing it, right? But then you keep doing it and keep showing up. You keep saying it. And then guess what happens? You start believing it you absolutely, it starts to really imprint itself on your heart. And even just the way you say it, you start to say with more conviction, with more belief, you know, and you say, I'm deserving of love, abundance, joy, connection. And it's a different tone. It's a different feeling. It's in your heart. It's in your soul. It's flowing through your blood. So I know, like, you know, to write these affirmations is going to feel really silly. To do, but I'm going to encourage you to do it, and that's going to be our writing prompt for the week. To take those negative things that you say, because maybe you say like, "I, I don't, I don't deserve abundance. I don't deserve to feel connected to others. I don't deserve joy. Whatever it is you're saying, take that and turn it into an affirmation. Take all of those negatives and turn them into a positive, and write them down. Write them down and put them somewhere you can see them. Put them somewhere where you can repeat them every single day and see how it starts to change your perception. You know, maybe you want to um, have one of your affirmations be, I'm a creative, amazing artist. I am a writer who unearths the truth. Make them sort of aspirational, you know, if you don't believe it. Make it what you want to be. Make it what you don't think maybe you can be. But, you know, I'm going to here to tell you you can be that. So write it down and put it in that I am statement. I am. Or start with I deserve. Really, I'm worthy of. Really turn it into a positive, powerful statement. And get it down on the page. What are you deserving of? Who are you? Even for me just saying like, I am worthy of abundance, feels like a little scary to say. But, uh, you know, I got to start putting it out there so that I can start believing it, knowing it, seeing it, feeling it. And making it come true. That's what these affirmations are all about. About really setting yourself up for success, really laying that groundwork, that foundation so that you can start to feel your worthiness. You can start to feel that you are deserving of it and you can find your way forward in this positive place where you don't have that debilitating fear because you're, you're not feeling worthy of it. You're not feeling like you deserve it. Oh. I know it's hard, right? It feels awkward. It feels strange, you know? But I'm here to tell you that you should be your biggest cheerleader. You should be the one shouting from the rooftops. I see you. You're amazing. Keep going. Like, what if that's what what we could have the gremlins in our head say, rather than, oh, whatever it is they're saying. What if we turn those gremlins into cheerleaders? Turn them into our biggest support system. And knowing that they're always right there with us, how amazing that would be, how different things would be for us, right? If we could do that and we can. And of course, like it starts with you, but you know that you're like, I said, you're not going at it alone. We're all in this together. We're all here to help you see who you are and the light that you shine. And sometimes you need somebody to reflect that back to you so you can actually see it. Because so often we're just pushing ahead, doing what we think we're supposed to be doing, doing what our heart calls to us, that we really can't see like what it is we're bringing. But oh, it's so, so much. And so if you know you're feeling a little hesitant, you're feeling on the fence, you're not sure what to write, come on over to the community space. We will help you unearth your affirmations. We will help you find it and really cheer each other along to know that, yes, whatever it is, we're deserving of it. We're worthy of it. And we got to ditch, ditch this unworthiness feeling because it's not serving anyone. It's not serving us at all, right? It's time to, you know, stand in our truth. Stand in our our power, stand in our light, and really allow ourselves to radiate, to shine. And again, just be who you are. Not about who do you want me to be. Nope, we're ditching that. It's about this is who I am, and I hope you love me and see me. Because I love and see you for who you are. Oh, Thank you so, so much for joining me on this week's episode of the podcast. I truly cannot wait to hear what some of your affirmations are. So please share them. Pop on over to my Instagram. Let me know what they are. Come on over to the community space. I want to continue connecting with you. I want this to just be the beginning of our journey together. I am so grateful you're here and there are so many more ways that we can connect. Over in the community space, I also teach writing classes every Monday night on Zoom. and would love to have you join me there. You don't need to be a writer. You don't. It's really just about connecting with your voice, connecting with your own stories. All the information is on my website. You can find it at jenniferbeltoff.com or come hang out with me on Instagram. That is one of my favorite places to hang out. My handle is at jbeltoff. And then also very excited to announce that there is a new series starting on Wednesday. Tara and I will be teaching an art and yoga class. And really, we're going to just be bringing art into yoga in the most simple form, where we're going to be creating a vine of where we want our journey to go. You don't need any fancy supplies to do it. You don't need to be an artist. Ditch that feeling of, nope, I don't deserve to do it. I'm not good enough to do it. And know that you're 100%. Deserving to be there. You're 100% capable of creating whatever it is you create. This vine can be drawn any way you want it to. You can add stickers. You can add a collage of flowers, whatever. Like the creativity of it is endless. And we're doing it on Zoom. So you're going to be in the comfort of your own home where you know you're not going to feel so much on display. So please come on over to my website. We start on Wednesday. The series runs for five weeks. And uh, I just cannot wait to connect with you all more. I wish you just a beautiful week ahead and we'll talk soon.